0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit
1: it. And just one more, Uh, it's been three days now since a Chinese official publicly threatened to murder Speaker Pelosi. Where is the president? coming out to respond to at the very least say don't do that
2: well first we've talked kirby was just here talking about how um i have not seen those reports so i'm uh, just going to say
1: were- did you just have a brain fart your brain needs to reboot we're going to maybe shoot down her plane or that they would, oh. it would be within their rights to okay. shoot down her plane.
2: Right. well we have talked about that we have said that there's no need
3: what did he say you butthole you broke it
2: for this type of saber rattling. It is unnecessary. Uh, The president has been very clear. There's been no change uh, in the uh, one China policy.
4: All right, let's look at the facts. It's easy for you to say. Wait, what? Uh,
2: We continue to support the Taiwan Relations Act. Uh, What we are seeing from, uh, from, uh, you know, what we're talking about right now, and to be clear. What? What the? (laughs)
5: <laughs> no new taxes on families families making more than uh, excuse me no new taxes on families making less than $400,000 or under and no new taxes on small business not one middle class personal filing uh, filling out their taxes will pay higher taxes <laughs>
6: We defend those who serve and protect. We deplore any call for violence. And unfortunately, that's not true in the Democratic Party. Don't believe me? Here's a quick reminder.
7: So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president's position.
5: You get out and you create
0: a crowd. And you push back.
4: I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh,
0: you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. Get up in the face of some Congress people. They're not going to
5: stop before Election Day in November and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't they're not going to let up and they should not.
1: Obviously, the, the high prices are hitting Americans very hard, but uh, they're, they're in, in a way that is different from some places that are facing famine, for
6: example. Oh, lower your expectations, America. That sound you're hearing is the goalpost moving. So we went very quickly now from Build Back Better
0: to, hey, at least you're not starving to death. <laughs> at least we are not have a famine. Whoa, whoa, hold on a second, pal. This was America like a year and a half ago where the planes took off on time and people were getting killed every day in the subway, and there wasn't filth and graffiti and drug
3: addicts on the streets, and people weren't worried about having enough to eat. Those were our first world expectations, like
0: electricity in the summertime. Oh, but there's no famine. Just be glad there's no famine, and do your part, they're telling us, to save
6: us from the climate crisis, the one that somehow isn't affecting oceanfront property in Malibu and Martha's Vineyard, but not just the climate crisis, to save democracy in Ukraine.
7: I even think Black History Month needs to go away. But let me tell you something. If black people are getting one month for the stuff that we live through in America, somebody's going to need to explain to me how it is that gay people and lesbian and trans people also got a month. Like, what? Somebody give me the history lesson, right, that qualifies an entire month in celebratory rainbows. Was, was there an island where there was gay people that were living happily? And all of a sudden they got put onto boats and chains and brought over to America and forced to work. I, just, I miss that history lesson that justifies them being able to throw their asses in my face for an entire month. It's annoying and it's ridiculous.
8: Can you tell us anything more? Was he watching the news? Was he scrolling Twitter? Did someone in his staff flag it for him?
2: I can tell you this. He was not uh, aware of... 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 Uh, of of the, uh, what was it, the Mar-a-Lago Raid? I don't know what you guys are calling it, uh, uh, before it happened.
0: Uh, Humana, humana, humana. I don't know, (laughs) I don't even know what you guys are
3: calling it, Uh, um, a raid? Uh, Yeah, sorry, never heard that term before. Mara, what now? Donald who? The FB, huh? Sorry, not ringing any
0: bells. Next question.
6: Hey there, this is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio, and uh, this is our 177th episode, and it will play on August 20, 2022, on Saturday morning. So we're working on it a, little, a couple of days ahead right here, and it's a smoking hot day in Northern California. We're up here in Yuba County, and uh, there's a few... Uh, weeks in the summer up here when it just gets really hot and it gets over 100 degrees and even though it's dry heat it's hot and so we were out in it today working on some landscaping on a project and uh we just got fried out there but you know thank god it's nice to be able to go out and work hard and uh if you just stay out in the heat and drink plenty of water you'll be fine but uh that's so I'm sitting here in my house uh recording this production and it's just a little on the toasty side so uh thank you for listening we're going to be here for um 620 minute talk segments broken up by some clips uh this program uh will be recorded of course and it will be over at nohostagesradio.com Forever, I guess, no hostages radio.com. You can also reach me at Lou at no hostages radio.com. That's L O U, Lou at no hostages radio.com. If you want to shoot me an email and, and offer some information or inform me or uh, get me up to date on something or correct me, anything, just give me a shout out from somewhere else, somewhere wherever you're at uh, around the country. Uh you can also call me or text me at five three zero seven one three one eight three eight. Five three zero seven one three one eight three eight. I'll mention that later because I work with Dr. Casting on Addiction uh addiction help. And uh, so you can uh I'll give it one more time a little bit later. I want to mention right off the bat, as someone once said, about uh <clears throat> uh September seventeenth. 2022 there is going to be a patriotic picnic on Constitution Day they say patriotic picnic and family fun and the people putting it on are Sutter Yuba Republican Women Federated and in fact tonight as we're recording here they're having a pizza round pizza get together at pizza roundup up in Loma and, of course, that'll be done by the time you listen to this. But they I heard that they had a great bunch of people that were uh, 40 to 50 women that were uh, signed up to come to that, and they were very excited. It was the first time in the history of Sutter Yuba Republic Women Federated, I think, that they've gone up into the Yuba County foothills. So that's great for people that live up there because it's a ways to truck down to meetings because you're always trucking to something down here, doctor's appointments, food, whatever. So... Um, Constitution Day Patriotic Picnic is going to be at Sycamore Ranch, which isn't uh, hard to get to at all. It's right on Highway 20, about, I'd say about 15 minutes east of Marysville at 5300 State Highway or Highway 20, as we call it, just past the Browns Valley turnoff. So it's going to be a fun day, and uh, there's going to be all kinds of uh, some speakers and some fun. And music games, prizes, and more, and one of the things that's going to happen is there's going to be an essay contest uh winner declaration, so you might think, well, man, I getting to get in on the essay contest because uh tonight, today is i'm recording this on the eighteenth of August so that's about one month away, okay, so you have time if you'd like to uh, if you're a youngster in a school uh high school college, I think you can write an essay and submit it and it will be judged and there will be prizes awarded on that event and so uh without taking too much time here i'm just going to give you a website to go to and you could get all the the information about the essay contest and then you could uh present your uh, you know write your essay present your essay and then come to that day and and uh, maybe you're going to be a winner and the essay is going to be on the Constitution. That's the topic. And so the website to go to is S Y, like Sutter Yuba, S Y Republican Women, Plural. SY Republican Women dot Syrepublicanwomen.com. Check that out. Watch for the uh Constitution Day Patriotic Picnic. So if you want to go to that picnic and you just you don't care about the essay contest, you just want to go uh it's a ten dollar uh, cost for lunch or you can just pack your own picnic lunch and come on up there so fun time and it's just they're changing it up through the summer they're meeting at different places they met at the brick downtown marysville here a couple of months ago uh, on d street had a great time there they're very supportive of the set of Yuba republican women now they're up at the pizza roundup which is the name of a thriving business in the foothills where people hang out and and uh, families go for a little respite and uh, now they're going to uh, be up at the uh, Sycamore Ranch here on September 17 at 11 a.m start at 11 so you can uh, register online at Sutter, at Sutter Yuba Republican Women or you can dial up 530-632-6195 So uh, this is a great opportunity to uh, dig into the Constitution, learn a little bit about it, and write your own essay. So there you have it, okay? Check that out. All right, let's move back over here where I was wanting to start as well and see what else I want to... uh, I want to also mention a very important... We're two weeks away from the world premiere... Of David Martin, uh, David Martin's uh, documentary called "American Revolution World Premiere," and that is going to uh, be a real eye opener for everybody that that's able to dip into this about how we got here uh, to this predicament today in America talks about the founding of America, some of the things we've been taught that haven't been true, some of the things uh, that we didn't know about that have been controlling us since the beginning of this country, and where we're going to head from here possibly. And so Dr. David Martin is one of the smarter guys on the planet, and uh, that's not an exaggeration. You could check him out at davidmartin.world if you want to check into him, davidmartin.world. This is not going to be uh, uh live streamed it's going to be an event that you attend and it's going to that's a one hour documentary begins at seven ends at eight but the doors are going to be open at six and then there's going to be a vip question and answer afterwards so uh, if you just want to dip in and just want to watch the video or the the movie at se- uh, seven to eight it's ten dollars very simple <clears throat> and then uh if you want the VIP stay afterwards and have a question and answer with David Martin he will be there of course uh, then it's a $50 VIP charge that would be that would include the, the whole evening fifty dollars but ten dollars if you just want to see the documentary and go home. so uh, <clears throat> uh, there let's see go to if to, to sign up for it. You go to churchofgladtidings.com, churchofgladtidings.com, click on events, scroll down to, you see, September 2nd, uh, American, and it's our backslash evolution world premiere. And we've been seeing some uh, trailers on it. It's amazing. Uh, he does very top quality work. Uh, he has a whole staff that works with him on these, and uh, it's going to be an eye-opener. For many people, it will be the first time they've ever seen or heard such things said. And eventually, you could probably order that online from him, but but on September 2nd, no, you'll just have to be there. So if you're new to Church of Glad Tidings, that's in Sutter County. That's in the outside the city of Yuba City, Northern California. And 1179 Eager Road, and very easy to get to on Highway 99. It's just right on the freeway. So, um, hope to see you there. Also, there's going to be an event, which is another, you can also check it out at the website. I'll let you do that instead of going over it again. Dark Secrets and Bright Hopes. It's this isn't a tentative meeting, this is set, it's happening September 16, 17, and 18. It's the evening of the 16th and the morning of the 18th, but all day into the evening of the 17th, which is Saturday. It's uh, going to be L.A. Marzulli, Derek Gilbert, Dr. Brian Artis, Leo Zagami, and Dave Bryan exploring the darkness and uh, championing the light. So um, th- there's no costs on that yet. It's just uh kind of save the date and uh, more details to come Um uh, soon so if you so you can sign up for that and i there'll probably be some sort of live streaming on that uh okay so just a couple tidbits here to start off um uh, i wanted to mention uh just some just some quotes from Brittany griner who is getting all kinds of publicity because she is a uh, professional basketball player uh unfortunately uh t- I feel it's an a unfortunate situation to have her father, and uh, she has a father and mother. She was raised in a together family. Her dad was a Vietnam vet or is a Vietnam vet. He's still alive. And I'm just sad the way the whole thing's turned out of her disrespect for the, the country and the flag. But uh, it's interesting. Now, a lot of quotes are coming out from her, uh, old quotes from years, the last couple of years. And she said this, uh, she's, uh, if you haven't heard or haven't been in touch, Brittany Griner, she's uh, in prison or in jail in Russia and got nine and a half years sentence for having uh, some uh, cannabis oil or something of that nature, something you smoke uh, in her luggage and claimed uh, like a juvenile, uh, although she's an adult woman, that she didn't know it was in there just on a, you know, it's like the dog ate my homework kind of an excuse. Uh, so she's one thing nice about being in a Ru- Russian jail is they're not going to play the national anthem there. And so she said a couple of years ago, she said, I'm not going to be out there. In other words, out on the court for the national anthem. If the league meaning the WNBA, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know anybody in, in, in my reach that even pays attention to the WNBA ever been to a game or watched one. Said if the league continues to want to play it, play the national anthem, that's fine. It will be all season long. I will not be out there. In other words, she was boycotting by staying in the locker room until the song has played, and then she would come out. In the next sentence, I feel like like more are going to probably do the same thing. In other words, join in the protest. I can only speak for myself. So one of the nice things about... Brittany Griner being locked up in Russia is she won't have to be facing uh, the National Anthem or any kind of uh, offense from the military or the police of the United States of America. So uh, it's it's one of the blessings of being in Russia. I've been there, and when I've been there, uh, they never played the National Anthem. So the other thing is uh, I wanted to mention that Matt Staver— I watched a video of Matt Staver talking about the lawsuit against Chicago's North Shore Health uh, Health Systems on behalf of healthcare workers there, nurses and whatnot. And uh, Matt Staver prevailed, won a lawsuit against that healthcare system, and uh, is going to win an, an award of ten point, I think, three million dollar settlement. For these workers who were fired for not taking the jab or complying with all the different uh, uh, fraudulent rituals of COVID, so one of the wonderful things about this is that it's it's put a stake in the ground of all these healthcare institutions that have abused, and we can go on and talk about the military, or we could talk about a, a government workers who have been dismissed after serving for faithfully for many, many years, and they've been dismissed. Like my friend Ira Burroughs, who was fired from San Francisco Fire Department after 14 years of faithful service. Uh, no hitches in the get-along of his service there, and he was fired uh, without recourse. And I'm just praying, desiring, hoping, dreaming of people like Matt Staver with Liberty Council. Uh, you can go to their website at www.lc. Dot org. Very simple. LC, or just put in LC.org. Now, here's the deal. Many people have wondered, what can I do to help my nation at this time? Because I feel like I'm losing my country. There's lots of organizations you can give to. One of them is LC.org, LibertyCouncil.org. They're fighting back against the uh, Nazi-like uh, mandates. Of a fraudulent government, a lying government, Liberty Council, and that's LC.org. Now, the other one I just watched, I got an email today from Peggy Hall, who is thehealthyamerican.org. You got to put the in there, thehealthyamerican.org. I didn't know this, but she has a video on right today that is talking about her lawsuit against the County of Orange, or what we call normally Orange County. California it's one of the larger counties one of the more prosperous counties in in California uh and she has filed a lawsuit about a year ago it's been going on about a year and she uh they haven't had a favorable uh, it hasn't been resolved yet but she filed a lawsuit because the county did and neither I don't think any county really followed their own laws about not being able to just declare an emergency and just continue to have that emergency forever, amen. But they had to continually go back and and justify that emergency being declared and all the extraordinary rules that went along with the emergency. So she has filed a a lawsuit— uh, and she's been joined in that lawsuit by the California Children's Health Defense. Now that, that's Bobby Kennedy's group nationally, Children's Health Defense, but this is the California version. If you want to help, again, that if the, if she prevails at the county level of a sig- significant county like Orange County in California, other counties will now be s- s- susceptible uh, to being sued in the same fashion. And and, and uh, people getting a recourse. So already the judge is, is asking the county to show cause why they didn't follow their own laws. And uh, so that's a very positive thing. And the county keeps putting the uh, jumping, making uh, Peggy Hall and her legal people jump through hoops trying to break them financially. Because, of course, when you go against the government, they have all of our tax dollars to work against us with and uh and anybody pre- working against the government filing against the government has to come up with their own money so if you want to go to the healthyamerican.org and donate even $5, $10, $15 or $100 or whatever to help them prevail against their county every county in the united states is over i think over 3100 counties in the united states of america every county had to has laws that they they just can't up and just declare emergency forever Uh, and and in california it says you have to refresh that emergency and have new votes on it uh like you have to revisit it every seven days and every 30 days you have to take a vote to to keep the emergency going that wasn't done in the case of orange county and she's taken to task for it so uh anyway if you want to contribute to uh the other one is children's health defense.org. the if you wonder what can i do listen you're not going to be able to take that money with you uh when you drop dead and uh, there's no guarantee on how long we're living i had a guy i was talking to him last night on the phone and he does uh, international work with poor children teaches them how to play uh stringed instruments he's a he's one of the top cellist in the world and uh And he said that there was a guy that wants to help him financially, but he wants to match. Uh, You know, he was trying to raise a couple million dollars. And uh, the guy said, the guy's 93. And he said, hey, he called him up and he said, hey, 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 I feel fine and everything. I'm not sick. But he says, "Uh, you better get it together or if you're going to, you know, if I drop dead, you're not going to get my half a million dollars we were discussing that yeah you don't have to wait to 93 to have a problem you know uh, here's the deal you do not have to be sick to drop dead do you understand that so if you ever thought well i'm just gonna i'm maybe in the next crisis i'm gonna get involved and in throw down and do something significant you know in fact i was at the jail today dropping off some stuff with a couple of guys that used to be in jail and we were unloading some coffee and and uh, for the for the workers and bibles for the inmates and and um so we we were talking about the fact of making a difference. And the officer, the correctional officer at the jail asked the, the one of the guys, the two guys I was with that they were registered to vote. One said no and the other said, Well, I'm on felony probation. But the point is uh you can start by voting, you can start by getting registered to vote, you can start by helping with how the vote's gonna go, you can start by giving to these various organizations that not only are trying to make a difference, they're actually winning, they're winning. So whether it's the, uh, the healthy or it's uh LC.org or Pacific justice Institute, there's, or the uh, there's just a, n- there's probably 15 of them that are doing wonderful work. The, the guys that are working on the Mar-a-Lago deal, Anyway, we'll take a break. We got uh we're just listening to some clips, I'll be right back. Oh.
9: leadership of the ruling elite party in America don't understand America. They are un-American. They hate everything we love and assume you do too. They condemn Judeo-Christian values, reaping rewards for hard work and keeping business open. This election battle is the political elite, most of whom have sweetheart deals with our adversaries, versus the rest of us. Money drives the decision by the political elite and they think it drives you too. It doesn't. Americans love freedom. We're fighters. And yes, we love leading the world. We're not ashamed to say America is the greatest country on this planet and that the world needs us to remain the greatest country on this planet. We are the greatest example of the power of the human spirit. We show the world what nations can accomplish when they set free their greatest national resource, their people. This election battle is a test of wills. Do Americans have the fortitude and backbone that we tell the world that we do? Do we stand for truth and transparency? Do we demand integrity from our leaders? And do we hold them accountable when they've clearly been compromised? We say that we do, but do we? Some have grown weary of the fight, but more have grown resolute, and many more are now taking notice. President Trump is our best chance to reestablish these basic truths that we hold to be self-evident. The United States of America is based on truth. The truth is that all men are created equal. We defend the idea of equal protection and equal rights, and we applaud those who fight for those ideals. Patriots, real American patriots, don't back down to threats, bullies, or getting pushed around. The left is banking on us folding, conceding, or getting tired of the fight. We have more fight in one thought than the left has in their whole being. We didn't pick this fight. They did. But we'll fight it.
7: Good evening. I'm Kathy Linsdale with the mainstream media. Tonight, we're going live to right outside former President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, where we have an FBI agent that is willing to disclose to us some of the information that they found inside the former president's home. Are are you there? Are are you there? Yes. Please, please share what you found. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. Well... I'd like to be the first to say that we have located D.B. Cooper's money. It was found inside the former president's safe here at Mar-a-Lago. We then ventured out to the swimming pool. And to our surprise and absolute shock, we found the Loch Ness Monster was just swimming around in the pool, which just breaks so many city coats. We then went into Melania's closet and we found the necklace uh, that Rose was wearing in the Titanic. Wow, this is, this is shocking. This is absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, uh, but the real kicker is the tiger cubs. We had no idea that Trump wanted to be a tiger breeder. Uh, that's why he moved down here. He's not too far from Joe Exotic's place. And uh, there's tiger cubs running around everywhere. Now I have to ask you, have you personally been able to see any of these things that you're, you're, you're claiming? Uh, no, I have not personally seen any of these things, but uh, my sources say that all this stuff is in there, so. This is just shocking information. And I have to say uh, that I I have anonymous sources that have told me, informed me, that you all have found Elvis inside of Mar-a-Lago. Uh, yes, Elvis is alive, and Trump has given him the nuclear codes. Wow, Just, just wow. This is, this is almost hard to believe if you really think about it. Yeah, it kind of is. Uh, we also saw Bigfoot crossing the South Lawn, but we don't believe that he has any ties to Trump since he's a Bernie supporter. Are you allowed to show us anything, just anything that might be able to confirm some of these claims? I, I'm so I can't, I, I can't hear, but what, I, ah, Ah, uh, it, it, it looks like we lost him. We, we lost him. Oh, well, until next time, this is Kathy Lindsay with the Mainstream Media. The administration that
8: wants to ban us from owning AR-15s just handed over 359,000 rifles, 126,000 pistols, and 64,000 machine guns to the Taliban.
3: Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47.
8: Yeah, unless you're a terrorist, then we'll send you one in a gift box for free. Joe Biden would rather arm the Taliban with AR-15s than allow American citizens to lawfully own them. And guess what the Taliban's first order of business is after taking control of Afghanistan? They're telling all citizens to turn in their guns within a week. Sound familiar? History makes one thing clear. Oppression begins when you have full control over the people, and that begins with gun control. NRA's five million members will not give in and will not stand down.
6: So um, I got a call this week from, uh, I, I'm not going to lead, lead up to, this guy has a great job. He's a great guy. Uh, and he contacted me uh, this week. Usually he contacts me for a crisis where people need help. And he. Con- so I thought, oh, okay, I'm getting ready to deal with somebody who just died or is dying or something. And he called and he said, hey, my son, uh, Lou, is uh, trying to go to Yuba College, which is a local junior college here. We have, a, we have a university system in California. We have a state college system in California. And we have a junior college, what they call a community college system in California. All subsidized or paid for by the taxpayers. That's you and me, whether you have kids in college or not. So the cost to go to these, uh, particularly the junior college, is, is mitigated heavily by tax dollars okay so we have this uh, yuba college out here in in uh, yuba county and one and in a outlet in sutter county so this guy says my son is trying to go to yuba college and they wouldn't let him attend because he didn't take the shot isn't that some, this is amazing this is this week and the cdc and all these people are saying all this advice we gave you all along with COVID is all wrong do you know that they just said that this week All wrong. We made a mistake. We need to do a do-over. That's what they're saying. And they're doing it with a straight face. They're liars is what they are. So Yuba College, and in fact, it turns out all the colleges in California, I can't speak for your college where you're sitting today in some other state, but Yuba College and all the other colleges are insisting on these students uh, get shot and these shots are going to make them sick because they're compromising the immune system. In fact, we were picketing one night out in front of, uh the, uh, Yuba Sutter arts, uh, center over in, on Pluma street in Yuba city and asking why, uh, they were making everybody get, get shots and take tests and wear masks and, and all that kind of stuff when they were taking tax dollars, uh, you know, how, how they could take tax dollars and then run us through the ringer and all these things. And, uh, so, uh, we had a, a bunch of college students that were pulling up, going into the bar across the street and they walked across cause we were picketing and they said, Hey, what, what's this all about? And we, we told them and they, and one guy says, yeah, he said, they wouldn't let me go back to Chico State College <clears throat> it's about an hour from where we are, uh, without taking the jab, and so I, he said I I had to finish my classes, so I took the jab, and he said I thought I was going to die. Made me it made me so sick. It's really affected my life. So anyway, that's not much you can do. People have taken the jab, but the uh, Yuba College, and so he was this guy was contacting me to see if he could get an exemption letter and pack it from the Church of Glad Tidings where I attend, because we were making those available. Uh, quickly, uh, even through an email, uh, through the Freedom Coalition, and uh, you can, if you have problems like that, you can go to freedomco.net, freedomco.net, no matter where you are, uh, and we will help you. Uh, some of the rules, if you're not in California, may change, but uh, but anyway, we were able to get him his exemption letter, and his son was able to uh, submit it to see if they would let him to attend. In other words, he could attend online, but he wanted to attend in person. And uh, so it's interesting that the colleges just, uh, even though we're, they're paid for by us, right, we're subsidizing them. Whether you want to or not, you're stuck with it through your property taxes and and through other f- forms of funding through the state of California. So uh, you're forced to do that. But they turn around then and they claim they're the smartest people in the community. You know that the school system, the people that run our schools, high schools all the school systems, right? The school districts, they claim they're the smartest people in our community. They act like it, right? They have all kinds of degrees. They have uh, four year degrees. They have master's degrees. They have doctorate degrees. And they think they're the smartest people in the community, but they're out there trying to put a, a needle in people's arms or get them to take a needle. And, um, that will actually kill them and kill young people and kill athletes, et cetera, et cetera. The other thing they do, is that they protect illegals that are in this country and the illegals are able to go to school at Yuba College at taxpayer's expense and they will be protected uh, from contact from the uh, immigration people, ICE. So uh, in fact I've seen an inter-office or inter-college memo amongst Yuba College uh, staff where the the uh, the leaders of the college they call them chancellors and presidents things like that, and they were telling them that they didn't have any re- regard or any requirement or they didn't want them to be taught asking people about their immigration status. In other words, they may be from Nicaragua, they may be from Afghanistan, they may be from here or there, and they may be legal or illegal, and that wasn't the purview or the uh, the yob of the college system to determine that they were going to educate them whether they belong there or not, and they were going to pay for it with our taxpayer dollars. Now, that's just the way it's working. And uh, it's a sad situation at Yuba College. It's embarrassing that they couldn't, uh, but they're probably, they're going to all do what everybody else has done. You know what everybody else has done? Well, I was just doing my, I was doing what I was told. And then, you know, it's interesting. When I talk about this is no different than the Nazis. People get all worked up. Right. I, and I don't know why, because you are acting you out there that are a part of this uh, scourge on our community of forcing people to wear masks, stand six feet apart, force you to stay in your house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Stay in their house. Uh, leave your job. Close your business. That is no different. Zero difference in what the Nazis did to the Jews. And then they labeled. The Jews as rats and vermin and just like a lot of you labeled people that were uh, non-compliant with your mask, with your social distancing, with your forced quarantine of healthy people. And you remember all that all that garbage about asymptomatic and Dr. Lou kept saying if you're asymptomatic, you can give it to other people. You couldn't. She doesn't know. She can't find her medical rear with both hands. She just was repeating all she you know, we could put a monkey in the job of the health department leader. If the monkey could talk and repeat what they were telling them at the state, they didn't even need to go to medical school. All we need to do is have a bureaucrat repeat what the people down an hour away said to them, because uh, this doctor had no idea what to do about health. Re- in fact i told you i think i've probably told you a number of times she actually said uh that you should not take hydroxychloroquine even though they have a stockpile out at beale air force Base. you should not take it because it's bad for your heart your kidney and your liver that is exactly what remdesivir does (laughs) and they are they get a bonus to give it away or treat people with it at the uh at the hospital, right? Just a few blocks from where I'm sitting at Adventist Hospital. So what we have is all these people that uh, are claiming that are the smartest people around, and now the CDC is rejecting all these things. They're rejecting masks. They're saying you shouldn't wear a mask. You shouldn't social distance. Uh, forced uh, quarantine was wrong. All that was wrong, 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 wrong. Did you realize that the Centers for Disease Control is not a United States Department, that it's wholly separate, independent, and controlled by big pharma? You know, it things you learn going through a crisis like this. So, anywho... Uh, I wanted to just make you know about that. If you've got a child out there, please don't inject your child to send them to college to play football or something. You're going to end up with a sick child and he's going to get a letter or he's going to get a little, get a little trophy or a little picture or a video of him playing football. And you're going to have a sick child on your hand for the rest of your life. It's a bad, bad deal. So I want to mention, uh, uh, We I know uh, some of you folks that are listening are from out of the area, but I want to talk about we have a uh, our our counties in California are going broke and our cities are going broke because they have a corrupt pension system. uh, And I don't have time to get into all the details of how it's so corrupt. Uh, I don't want to spend the whole night on it. But it's a system that actually, if you go to work for one of the government agencies in California, they guarantee they will pay you while you work, and if you work long enough, they will pay you until you die. And they'll pay you up to 90% of your highest pay year and uh, they will guarantee that no matter what happens in the stock market no matter what happens in the world they are going to come up with that money and you think well wow how are they going to come up with that money here's the way they're going to come up with the money they come back to the counties where that person worked and they say "Uh, we don't have enough to pay your person that we promised that we would pay or you promised so you're going to have to give us more money out of your budget this year 2022 23 24 25 we want more of your budget to backfill the debt that we owe these people because we promised them we were going to give them 90 percent of what they earned when they were 40 when they're 80 which doesn't make any sense but that's the rules so uh, what we're doing is we're going broke since I, I think I mentioned last week that we have we're, we're we're paying for three, four, five sheriffs. I just use sheriffs as an example of every job that you have. Like we have 11 to 1200 Sutter County employees right now. And every one of those employees that stays long enough will, be, uh, will end up with a pension and they will get a certain amount of money in that pension. And so that means other people then will come to work behind them, but all those employees that that for that particular job that serve that are still living are gonna all get that pension and we're going broke. So they want more money, right? Sutter County wants more money. They want another, a one percent sales tax. And Yuba County got one passed illegally. Uh Marysville got one passed. Wheatland's got one passed. Everybody wants more money and and so I I I wrote up thing, I'm just gonna read it to you, and it's a uh it's a rebuttal argument. I don't know whether anybody will use it, but I wrote it. It says, supervisors want more of your money. Don't give it to them. They have mismanaged your tax dollars for decades. There are too many county workers, and they are overpaid. Hundreds of workers receive 10000 to $20,000 per month. Many get a month of vacation a year. Four, four psychiatrists receive three hundred to $600,000 each year. There are 11 to 1,200 full and part-time employees, and obese government is killing our county. Few in the private sector earn anything near what county employees receive. During COVID, county workers were paid, they stayed home, went on vacations, and some even got bonuses. Meanwhile, thousands of hardworking citizens lost their businesses and their jobs. Much of government services should be contracted to the private sector. This will eliminate pension liability and waste. Guaranteed pension benefits are bankrupting Sutter County. Shrinking the government is the way back to financial health. The Measure A campaign, that's the sales tax increase campaign that's just starting now, uses fear tactics by saying that public safety will not be there for you. That is a lie. Your ambulance service, for instance, is privately owned and its response times are mandated. Most firefighters in America are volunteers. Sutter could do the same. Many other county departments could be reduced in size, saving millions of dollars. You will never miss them. Measure A is a general tax, adding 1% to purchases. The money can be spent for anything. Supervisors respond to the demands of big donors and the employee unions. You don't count until election time. A promised tax fund oversight committee has zero control over spending. The poor and middle-class workers suffer most from tax increases. The rich are rewarded by supervisors and, in turn, support new taxes. Once a tax is approved, it is nearly impossible to remove. Don't be deceived by fear tactics. Take control of your county. And then there's a website. says Sutter County Says, S-A-Y-S, Says no.com sutter county says you know sometimes people do saz but says sutter county s-a-y-s says no.com so follow things there and there's probably going to be a facebook page i'm not i'm not really uh involved in all that but i wanted to mention it to you now i want to um give you an example when you look at um Hold on just a second here. When you look at how much um, county or government workers get paid, it's just it's shocking. And so uh, I want to if I can find it here really quick, I want to talk about this A guy that sends me lots of good material. James, he sent me the link and I go to this link all the time. He just made it really easy and it's a 20, you can go to this transparentcalifornia.com now where you live if you're in another state you may have a, a another organization that tracks salaries but transparentcalifornia.com is one that tracks salaries and pensions for all kinds of agencies in California so you can look up your county or your city etc so it's interesting we have uh Hardeep Singh he's the highest paid a person, employee, in in Sutter County, he gets. I'm just going to give you a round figures. Six hundred and ten thousand dollars. Now I don't know how much you make. I I don't make very much money, but uh, I don't. I've never made. Uh, I, I it take me a couple decades to make that kind of money. Six hundred ten thousand dollars a year. Uh, Peter Costerillos, Ka- he makes four hundred seventy two thousand. He's a psychiatrist. Miriam. Shariati, she gets 320,000. Uh Sandra Shank, she gets 318,000 a year. Uh Stephen Smith, who's a county administrator. This is this is uh by the way these are old figures. This is 2020. And that's the, the that's the, I mean it would take me months to get the salary figures from these people, so I just got them off transparent California, so they're always 2 years behind. Stephen Smith, he's a county administrator. If he dropped dead tomorrow, we wouldn't miss him at all. I'm not—I don't wish him that, and he's probably a nice guy. But I'm just saying, uh, his job, uh, he's really easy to replace uh, compared to a farmer, for instance. Uh, Almost $281,000. The county council, it's a different person now than the person listed here. Two hundred and a quarter of a million dollars, basically. Uh, And the director of health and human services, different person. I won't mention their name. Uh, 200 basically quarter of a million dollars to be get to just be the director of giving away stuff, giving away money. Uh, General services director gets over $200,000 a year. Uh, Ag commissioner, the ag commissioner, I almost say it again, the ag commissioner. They don't grow a thing. Ag commissioner. They make over $200,000 a year. They want more money, people. They want you to kick thousands of dollars more a year. The, the person that just keeps track of all the people hired, eleven, twelve hundred people, that's Gina Rowland, or maybe she's changed now, maybe it's a new person. Over two hundred thousand dollars a year, the district attorney's over two hundred thousand dollars a year. The DA or the uh, sheriff is over two hundred thousand dollars a year. The assistant county administrator is probably around two hundred thousand dollars a year. This is this again. This these salaries auto have automatic uh, increases. Director of Development Services, Chief Probation Officer, uh, Assistant District Attorney, uh, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner makes 180000 Everybody else I mentioned before makes almost $200,000 a year. Listen, people. Uh. This they You you could say, oh, well, they make more in other counties. This is the favorite thing unions do. Oh, well, they make more over two counties over. I just say, hey, move over there then. My feeling is, hey, we just pay what we're going to pay. You want to work here? Fine. You want to work here for a while? Go over there and make more money or commute over there? Fine. At some point, we just have to say, we ain't going to pay no more, right? And we need to get – the thing we need to do is subcontract out a lot of these departments or eliminate them all – altogether i want to ask you this first of all if you think covid uh was a legitimate thing uh you're you're listening to the wrong show but if you think you got jerked around on covid for instance here's what happened we paid to weaponize the common cold that's covid we paid back in 2014 they turned around and used it against us and and almost just uh And in some areas, they legally forced people to stay in their houses. After we paid, we paid to get taken advantage of. We paid for it. They took our money. The government took our money and used that money to weaponize the COVID virus, turned around and spread it, and they they lied to us. And then they forced all this upon us. Now they turn around and want us to pay more money to government. Listen, it's shameful that we have 1,000, 1,100, or 1,200 employees in, in these small counties, these small population counties up here. There is no reason for it. We should hire it out to private the private sector. I need to take a break. Uh, we're going to go. we got our third segment coming up in just a second. Okay.
8: Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something
0: to say. It's late September, and I really should be back at school. I know I keep you amused, but I
10: feel I'm being used. Oh, Maggie. I'm gonna tell you statistics, gonna blow you fing man <laughs> There are zero niggas <laughs> making fentanyl. Look
0: at white people. What? I mean. what? Yep. You better
10: believe it, white people. We would notice if niggas was dropping dead for nothing. I looked up fentanyl, no, that shit is beyond dangerous. I said, what you gotta do to die? They said, touch it. And that's what I knew. Niggas ain't involved in this. We like to touch everything, you we know? back We would notice.
1: Why do millions of people invest in retirement accounts? Well, the answer is obvious, to have money to live on when you're no longer working. The best way for those accounts to grow is to invest in companies that make a profit. Less profit for those companies means less money for retirement. That might seem like common sense, but it's becoming less common. Thanks to a new investment strategy called ESG. ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. If you're wondering what that means, you're not alone. Generally, it means that a company's first concern should no longer be how much money it makes, but rather how much social good it does. In other words, get woke or get shamed. If you're an oil company, for example, you're out of luck, because by the nature of your business, it's assumed you're destroying the planet. Never mind that you're powering homes and hospitals. That doesn't count. In fact, if you're a company just trying to make a profit, you're the problem. ESG proponent, Klaus Schwab, chairman of the World Economic Forum, puts it this way. We can't continue with an economic system driven by selfish values, such as short-term profit. The message is clear. We need ESG to save us from ourselves. Really? The pursuit of profits has fueled many of mankind's greatest innovations and greatest companies. It led Elon Musk to build electric cars. Andy Grove to design computer chips, and Reed Hastings to develop the world's most popular streaming service. Everything from aspirins to commercial airplanes to, yes, solar panels and wind turbines came about because of the desire for profit. Profit is why you have a job, clothes, a house, food, and every other necessity, not to mention luxuries. It's the reason why you can live in Phoenix and stay cool, or live in Buffalo and stay warm. The genius of capitalism is that it requires businesses to do good things for society to make a profit. Think about it. If you want to start a business, whether it's a dog hotel or a shoe factory, you'll have to create a product or service that helps others at a price they can afford. If you want to hire employees, you'll have to offer attractive wages and safe working conditions. Otherwise, nobody will work for you. If you want customers, not only will you have to make a good product, but you'll need to cultivate a good reputation. That means treating those customers well and offering competitive prices. In a free enterprise system, you can't make money without providing a social good. Capitalism is, by its very nature, conscientious. It turns out then that profit isn't selfish, it motivates us to contribute our talents to help others. ESG threatens this system. By denigrating profit, it lessens the incentive and the means to do good. Without profits, Companies won't have the capital to provide jobs, pay investors, or fund innovation. But that's the world ESG wants you to live in—a world where profit takes second place to a preoccupation with income inequality, race and gender sensitivity, and climate alarmism. But even if you wanted to address those concerns, how would ESG help you do it? That's a fair question, because there's no consensus on ESG standards. Here's a good example. Three self-proclaimed ESG watchdogs have given Tesla three completely different ratings, best, worst, and middling. In capitalism, there's a simple metric to determine success, how much money you're making. Under ESG, there's no such thing. It's a judgment call. To make ESG investment strategies even more problematic, according to Meyer Statman, professor of finance at Santa Clara University, In the long run, ESG investors are likely to earn lower after-fee returns than non-ESG investors. Over a period of, say, 30 years, those fees alone could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, if ESG endangers profits, offers no clear metric for success, and is a mediocre investment, why is it even a thing? Well, for two main reasons. First, ESG allows people like Larry Fink, CEO of BlackRock, the world's largest investment company, to feel good about themselves. It's a get-out-of-jail-free card for guilty billionaires. They preen in the New York Times, and the rest of us are stuck with the bill. And second, it's about control. ESG enables an enlightened elite to tell everyone else how to run their companies. Submit to ESG or you won't get that loan or that investment. Whether or not it's good for your bottom line and your shareholders. That's how companies and whole economies go from woke to broke, including your 401k. So if somebody tries to sell you on environmental, social, and governance investing, hold on tight to your wallet and to your values. ESG is coming for both. I'm Andy Puzder, Senior Fellow at the School of Public Policy at Pepperdine University for Prager University.
6: going to proceed to this segment get us up to the halfway point on this show number 177 and i wanted to mention uh, some of the people that are helping me stick around on the internet and on the air over at kmyc if you want to listen to us live you can listen at kmyc fourteen ten a.m if you're in the yuba area if you're outside the area you're probably going to have to go to something like uh 360 live And, uh, it's a 360 live. Let me see if I'm saying it right. Uh, sorry, live 365, 365 live365.com. Go to live365.com. If you're out in outer Slambodia, go to live365.com. Realize that we're on the left coast and we start at 10 10 in the morning on Saturday morning. So we go to one. So if you go to live365.com, click on radio, put in KMYC, like, k and then m marysville yuba city kmyc then we you should get at whatever's live streaming when you check in so we're on from 10 to 1 left coast time so if you want to check us out there um uh, okay so a uh, couple of people that are making this happen first one is our most recent add-on and that's a uh, little billy's excavator and backhoe service and they're operating in Yuba County. They're they're located in Yuba County, but they operate all over Northern California. So, whatever you need in terms of uh excavating, whether ditches cleaned out, a pond dug, uh maybe you need to level a spot for a barn or a house or footings, dig out footings, uh culverts, whatever you need, uh Israel Garcia. He is a veteran from the Marine Corps. Uh, back in the day and uh he is here he lives in Loma Rica up in the foothills but he got a great backhoe service excavator and backhoe so you can reach him very easily text him or call him at 530 300 6010 530 300 6010 also another uh great guy that uh I met here a couple of years ago and he started a business right from scratch. I remember when he rented his first uh, where, his building, a uh, warehouse, and and uh, just it was just bare concrete and walls. And he just put that whole place together on his own and and with his uh, co-worker partner, and uh, Will Fanning and Josh James at All Power Services. They fix any type of uh, equipment that has power to it. So everything from a mower to a weed eater to a chainsaw to off-road vehicles trucks fleet vehicles all kinds of stuff they even work on big rigs that uh, and they fix the bottom dumps they fix the trailers they they can do welding they they just make everything you get you bring them your broke stuff they give you back give it back to you whole so they're here in Yuba City in Sutter County that's 1469 Stewart Road and you can uh, text or call them at 530-844-0347, or you can just drop in there and drop your stuff off. It's simple that way. If you want to uh, shoot them a, a photograph, you could do that on text, of course, or you can do that on email, of a product or a thing you have that you need to repair. Maybe you need some, some uh, fancy welding uh, to put it all back together. They do that. And you could go to allpower1469 at gmail.com, okay? All Power Services, that's right here in the local area, and they they just make people really happy. Also, Allen's Auto Body, who fix, fixes our vehicles around here, uh, Kevin and, and Carrie Clark uh, operate Allen's Auto Body, and they are at Tea Garden and Sutter Street in Yuba City. It's a bright canary yellow striped building. You can't miss it and you can reach them at 530-671-1057 for all your to make your car happy again. So, whether you, your car got in a fight or got vandalized or the something happened to it and it broke, they can put it back together just like new. It's just it's a beautiful thing. So, all right. Uh, okay, let me see. What am I going to say here? Uh, again, everybody's making adjustments on schools. Uh, some people are going back to school. I I just I have an article later. I don't know how much time I'll have to talk about it. But in state of California, they're they're moving closer and closer to taking literally taking your kids right from you. And so the steps are, they're insidious steps. You know, back in the day when I went to school, uh, if you could take your lunch. Or sometimes you could just give them a quarter or 50 cents back in the day. And uh, you could eat lunch there, right? You could choose what you wanted to do. So now uh, they have, uh, that was lunch. And they just figured you got breakfast at home. But then they started offering breakfast. And then uh, they offered breakfast only to certain kids free. And then some people had to pay. Now they're just giving everything free. And that's the latest thing. And they're going to feed everybody breakfast and lunch. We're only, in fact, dinner has been pitched at different points and and at some point. So in other words, uh, the the government is, uh, they're teaching your kids about sex, right? They're teaching your kids about morality. They're feeding your kids. Um, They're taking your kids for an abortion. They're putting clinics on campus to give your kids uh, uh, abortion, you know, What do they call it? Uh, Pregnancy pills. Uh, They'll take your kids for an abortion. They're now giving kids the right to at 12 years of age to choose whether they want to get inoculated or not. It's just unbelievable. And so the best thing you can do is get your kids out of there. Just get your kids out of there. And I just saw where there's a, a great there's a precipitous drop in schools. I don't know the details. I'm still trying to get percentages, but I just saw an article about percentages on the uh, college system. We're talking about major colleges in California dropping way off, and and, uh, thousands and thousands were down from people enrolling in college. College is a real loser compared to what it used to be, and there's a lot better ways to get a trade and get into uh, a business and make lots of money without ever going into any debt. And so uh, there's a lady named Carly Fontanilla who used to t- teach in a public system. She and her husband both in the Salinas County, the Salinas area of California. And she and her husband have started an organization called thinkexodus.org, thinkexodus.org. So wherever you're listening from, you might start there and start checking it out. There's all kinds of online um schooling there's homeschooling there's a lot there, never has there been since the beginning of homeschooling has there been so many resources to teach your kids so uh locally here there's a lot of schools as well there's it, somebody told me there were 30 40 schools around this area i i, th- I didn't know I'm, I'm talking about high school type things but uh certainly there's some great schools like saint, saint Isidore school bible baptist schools New Life Christian School, Faith Christian School, Epic Embassy, Private Educational Center. There's a lot of places. Uh, I don't have time to go into all the details, but the St. Isidore High School that is just launching right now, you should take a good look at because there there aren't a lot of uh, high schools type things. So uh, the more and more, and when we need them all, we need as many seats as we can get because the, uh, there's literally tens of thousands of kids in our public education system, and it's horrible what they're faced with there uh, in terms of lack of education and then uh, corrupted education. So these schools will actually teach your kids uh, to love you, love people, love God, love our country, and you should look into them. So that St. Isidore's uh, school is now growing into what they call a Chesterton High school. And uh I'm just gonna give you the number for over there to check into it because you may think, hey, my kid is not doing well at at the public high schools. So five three zero six seven three two two one seven. You can get on the ground floor of this, and that's a the private school. So check it out. Okay. All right. So uh you've you've heard about the uh this latest uh total ripoff of uh Americans, you know, the government is every time the government spends massive amounts of money there, that's your money that they're spending and my money. And then they're using that to get more of our money. And that's just what they're doing with the tax. Measure A, that's what Measure K was in Yuba County. I think it was Measure C back in the city of Marysville. But Measure K in Yuba County was a total lie, fraud from the beginning to the end. And uh, now we're stuck with that for 10 years. And uh, now we're going to have Measure A, which is in Sutter County. And uh, that is where they take your money that you have already paid in taxes and then they use that to advertise against you to give them more money. So now we have these the IRS are going to hire 87 or 88,000 workers. You think, wow. You know, you probably all have a concept of an IRS worker. I've had some audits, as I mentioned in previous shows, by various entities like the Employment Development Department and the uh, state sales tax people. I've had a number of those audits when I used to be in the car business. And uh, uh, let's see, the IRS had a full audit on a contracting business. And I always felt people were uh, decent. They were nice. They were professional. And it seemed fair. Right. And uh, but now uh, they're they our government, almost every time they open their mouth, I feel like they're lying to me. And so the here's the major duties of these new IRS workers. Now, see if this isn't a surprise to you. And I mentioned this last week, but I want to mention it again because uh, it's pretty scary. Now, I saw a training video somebody passed on to me. It just was a short clip, a couple minutes of a training video, where all these new trainees, and some of them are grossly out of shape, had no idea how to handle a gun, and no no idea how to even do anything. And, uh, you know, it's interesting how you know when you have a rookie irs worker like they said they're not going to investigate any uh people small businesses and small time folks right so you think in fact a uh, spokesperson for the government said that they're only going to go to people that are making over four hundred thousand dollars a year now if you're a person making over four hundred thousand dollars a year don't you think you have an attorney and a and a tax accountant that can uh deal with the irs sure you do and do you think they're going to put a rookie irs agent on a on a a business that's actually netting they're profiting a half million dollars a year or a million dollars a year big business you're not going to put a rookie on that they don't they'll be kicked to the curb by those attorneys those tax attorneys right so they're lying and um so i have an article here i'll talk about it but here's the but they took this now off their website, but somebody snapshot it or screenshot it. And this is a major duties when they were soliciting uh IRS workers, adhere to the highest standards of conduct, especially in maintaining honesty and integrity. Wow, politicians ought to embrace that one. Work a minimum of fifty hours per week, which may include irregular hours beyond call twenty-four-seven, including holidays and weekends maintain a level of fitness the dude i saw that dude was weighing about 300 pounds that boy i don't know he's going to get hired or not maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job would you ever think that you're going to be an accountant and you're going to do audits and you're going to work for the irs and you're going to deal with a life-threatening situation on the job next one carry a firearm be willing to use deadly force if necessary this is we're talking about auditing people's, uh, taxes, be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants and other dangerous assignments. Unbelievable. does not that kind of get your attention? So, uh, I want to, I want to get down here and I got about six minutes left in this segment. And I wanted to, uh, mention this is a whistleblower from the IRS, He said, this guy's William Hink, former IRS lawyer, who was forced out after making allegations of internal malfeasance. He said the government will target middle-income Americans with new audits under the Inflation Reduction Act. Hink worked for IRS for 30 years until he left in 2018 he slammed the IRS and others who have argued additional funding would only result in increased audits for billionaires and corporations. Um, he said the, this new act, the Inflation Reduction Act, doubles the IRS's budget, appropriating $79 billion to the agency, extra, more, $79 billion more, over the next decade. He said the idea— That they're uh, going to open things up and go after the big billionaires and large corporations, he said, is frankly uh, BS. He spells it out. It's not going to happen. They're going to give themselves bonuses and promotions and really nice conferences. That's what this is going to happen. The big corporations and the billionaires are probably sitting back laughing right now, according to Mr. Hink. Hink added that he thought it was insane to double the agency's budget. He said the IRS will target businesses who don't have enough money to hire Washington lobbyists. Isn't it true that every form of law enforcement goes after the small guys? Because uh, when they go after the big boys, they know they're going to have a big fight on their hands. It's a lot easier to go after somebody and threaten people and, uh, and know that people can't afford to defend themselves. Right. This guy actually said, this is what's really this is. I'm telling you, I am not any uh, Brittany Griner where I hate America, but I'm telling you, these guys are getting on my nerves. He says. uh, He said, I protested both internally and externally, but I was ignored, he says in their last days on Earth. He's talking about World War Two veterans and and people that are in their seventies, Vietnam vets, He said their last days on earth, these taxpayers were being bullied by the same government. They had fought for as young men and no one cared. Hinks said during his time at the agency, he observed IRS agents specifically targeting elderly taxpayers, some of whom were world war II veterans because they could easily force them to settle. He said, if you own a roofing company, you better count on getting audited because uh that's what they're going to do they're going to be going after your car dealerships your roofing company new hires at the IRS will also be assigned the simpler cases he said they are not going to be uh, they are not going to be uh, uh up to handling big corporations they're just not going to be able to do that Uh, Anyway, they're lying about it. He says Americans with an income of less than $75,000 would be subject to nearly 711,000 new IRS audits under this legislation. Uh, It's just, you know, it's just uh, disgusting. They're liars. They're cheats. Uh, In fact, I I found a new term uh, from the Healthy American today, Peggy Hall. She said... Instead of calling people public servants, she calls them public serpents. In other words, the devil. Uh so anyway, I'm I'm gonna move on from here and uh let me mention somebody else that helps us and then we're gonna take a break. We'll be halfway through the show. Uh, but let me I got, you got a couple minutes so I can't really do anything uh much with a particular topic so i want to mention with dr cassidy and i dr joe cassidy who has been a long time uh, doctor here was a doctor for the jail uh was a doctor for the yuba county clinic when it was here uh he's been the health official for yuba county was for over 25 years he's a specialist with addiction he and i are working together to stop people from dying from overdoses so please uh call Peachtree Health at 530-749-3242 and make an appointment for Dr. Cassidy and we will get you whatever you need. Medication, we'll get you into a rehab, we will get you your life back, literally. So if you can't get through, it's difficult getting through because they have auto attendance and all that stuff, then text Dr. Cassidy during the day, just text him once and just say your name and you need help with addiction, 530 682 three zero six eight two will help you with narcan even if you want to continue using we'll help you with some narcan to stop from overdosing so you can text him at five three zero six eight two eight six four eight or you can just call me or text me any time of the night or day or any day of the week and that's five three zero seven one three one eight three eight seven one three one eight three eight that's me and literally we will help you get to where you need to be whether it's into a rehab whether if you can't afford one we can get free ones uh, not a problem we will get you help so please uh reach out and do make the move and just we're making it about as easy as we can a lot easier and you can go to uh get help to government we can even help you with narcan okay so uh check that out and uh give us a chance. And every week I'm getting calls every single week from people. And, uh, all right. So we'll be right back. And, uh, we're halfway sh- through the show and we're going to got three more segments. And, uh, we've got some clips for you. I-
0: Let's face it, the banksters will ensure that we stay in debt, the pharmaceutical companies will ensure that we stay sick, the weapons manufacturers will ensure that we keep going to war, mainstream media will ensure that we don't know the truth, and government will ensure that all this is done to us legally. When plunder becomes a way of life for a group of men living together in society, they will create for themselves in the course of time a legal system which authorizes it and a moral code which glorifies it. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. Breaking news, the FBI just released details from the Trump Morlago raid. And trigger warning, it's
4: not good. The absolutely unpolitically motivated raid by the FBI on former President Donald Trump revealed that he had a collection of illegally removed mattress tags. Obviously this news comes as a shock to everyone and it looks like they were right this whole time about former President Donald Trump. here's the officially unofficial statement from the White House basically saying that removing tags is one of the worst American tragedies in our history and that it's the driving factor behind inflation. We also reached out to Speaker Pelosi and got her officially unofficial statement. However, it appears to just be a recipe for a vodka martini.
3: We Americans are divided by political party, religion, and social class to keep us from ever figuring out the real cancer in American culture, the cause of nearly every American war and the mother of today's corruption.
1: It's the Federal Reserve, okay? 0.5% of the citizens of this country own more assets than the bottom 90%. That's all happened over the last 10 years since 2008. The Federal Reserve, by the way, that's owned not by the American people, a central bank that's owned by 24 prime brokers, being JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley. How does that work? We don't need to audit the Fed, we need to end the Federal
0: Reserve. The Federal Reserve has usurped, has usurped, has usurped its power and the power of the American people and our elective representatives. And no, they do not have the consent of the governed. We will not comply, we will not submit, and it must be ended.
3: The Federal Reserve Banking System introduced the most destructive form of usury the modern world has ever known, a debt-based currency designed to rob and enslave entire nations. The Federal Reserve prints money out of thin air, and this has given the crooks who wield it the power and influence to create their own corporate government within the United States. And the IRS has made every hardworking American into a criminal guilty until proven innocent the irs was always seen as unconstitutional but in 1913 the powers of the irs were weaponized and made de facto law by the 16th amendment never properly ratified which states that the government can collect a percentage of everyone's income over 50 percent of americans refuse this unconstitutional amendment but the irs will come after you. They have a long reputation for targeting religious groups and political opponents, and it's only looking to get much worse. The Inflation Reduction Act guarantees more inflation with the billions of dollars required to be printed out of thin air. And while local police are defunded so that violent criminals are set free, the IRS is being funded to hire over 80,000 new agents to make sure everyone is paying their taxes. And they have recently bought five million rounds of ammunition. They are building their own police force to execute search warrants, make arrests, and exert the use of deadly force. While many liberal progressives may argue that the crimes of the Federal Reserve are necessary, they are hurting people worldwide Because it's the world's reserve currency, 40% of international transactions are in USD. And as the Fed continues pushing the illusion of a strong dollar, the rest of the world is made poor. If the Americans don't remedy the situation soon, then the international community has a reasonable excuse to get involved. The entire international fiat system is collapsing, and the crooks responsible will be selling us a new centralized digital currency, which is obviously another trap. But the alternative is simple. Restore the constitutional republic to promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty with sound money backed by gold and silver. And the Fed, the IRS, the CIA, the FBI, It's written right there on your $100 reserve note. Whenever any form of government becomes destructive, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government that will most benefit their safety and happiness.
4: What is the highest federal income tax any American should have to pay?
3: we, we should have the lowest tax that we've ever had and up until 1913 it was zero percent. What's so bad about that? Because I think the question on taxes is generally misleading, because anytime you spend money, it's a tax. You might tax, you might borrow, you might inflate. The vicious tax is attacking the American people, the retired people today, is the inflation tax. The devaluation of the currency, the standard of living is going down, and you need to address that. And that's why I want to make the inflation tax
4: zero as well. So your answer is zero. Zero.
3: Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
6: No Hostages Radio, this is Lou Benninger, and uh, I want to mention, if you have some legal needs, it used to be obvious to think, if I have a legal need, I need to go see an attorney, but for most legal needs, you don't need to see an attorney, and you can go to a paralegal, and they can do the paperwork for you and help you with uh, serving people and sending letters and all those kind of things and, and preparing paperwork for the court. A lot cheaper, a lot easier, a lot friendlier, and many times, uh, if you get the right person, more honest. So Nellie Garcia uh, at North Valley Paralegal, just down the street from Allen's Auto Body, at 751 Sutter, is that type of person. And she's passionate. She works her fingers to the bone. And she's honest. And she's easy to work with, no matter what what you, what you predicament you got yourself into. She, you can just... Bill the beans to her and she will help you work through it so you can reach her and make an appointment at 530-751-9289 530-751-9289 all right so uh let's see there's something's that been coming into my mind oh i wanted to mention that in the uh i don't know how it is where you are somebody was telling me today that where they used to be from there was no homeless problem and uh so we certainly have one here in Marisol and so I've lived here long enough to know I've been here when we had every every lawn was watered water was reasonable now it's it's a total ripoff it's like we're we have a gun held to our head uh all the yards are brown trees are dying the parks aren't watered and um So we have a huge homeless problem here. Oh, now I remember what uh, I got a call from a lady that uh, was needing help with her daughter. But she called me about another matter today. And she said that the uh, park out in Oliverst, that is under the the purview of Oliverst Public Utility District. You know how they, they have all these water Nazis in California. They're up here in Northern California. They'll stop by your house if they see you got your water running. On the wrong day, like they tell you what days you can run your water. And it will monitor how much you're running it. So they're running around warning people. And and I don't know, I haven't heard anybody being cited or arrested yet, but that may be happening. Nobody stopped by my house, but I got a no trespassing sign at my house. But this lady said, you know, out there at Oliver's Public Utility District, they have a big park out there near the fire department, the Oliver's Fire Department. And she said, Lou, the sprinklers are broken. The pipes are broken or something. And she said, you can walk out there in this heat, and it's sopping wet and mushy. Now, that's the problem with government. You know what I mean? They they make all these rules, and then they will not live by their own rules. And they just, if they have a, a water break, or if they're running the water too much, or their sprinklers don't work right and blowing water all over the place, or their pipes are broken. It's okay. No big deal. They have immunity. But if you have a problem, God help you. God's got to help you. So I'd just like to th- shine some light on the, uh the district out there that, uh, some of my friends live in and they, they've been getting raises out there on their water. So, uh There you have it. You might have remembered this guy 15 years ago or so. He was very um, in the news a lot. He was a man named Judge Roy Moore. Judge Roy Moore. And Judge Roy Moore was a guy that, uh, you know, it was during the fights when people didn't want the Ten Commandments in the courthouse. And they had some sort of a display where the Ten Commandments were in the courthouse. And Roy Moore uh, fought with the government and uh, got in some gnarly fights with the government. About, and he said, uh, I want the Ten Commandments to stay in my courthouse. He was a judge. And uh, he was one of the top—he may have been on the Supreme Court, maybe, of his state. But uh, I'm trying to look at what state he was in because—oh, Alabama. I think it was Alabama. And so he got into a big gnarly fight with the government, uh, and he may have been kicked off the bench. I can't remember now the whole story. But Roy Moore was a uh, in the news a lot. Okay, then he ran for Senate, United States Senate, and uh, and shockingly, and I was shocked by this during the election, uh, during the campaign and the primary. He was accused of uh soliciting sexual favors from a minor female and i and you because know, and a lot of people immediately jumped, oh yeah, he claims to be a Christian, he's the guy that fought with the Ten Commandments, and now he's a pedophile, you know here isn't that just how it goes right? That's how the media portrayed it, right so anyway, he ended up losing his Senate seat um he had a good chance of winning, but he lost it. And uh, so he sued the uh, media for defamation. Now, this is amazing because uh, politicians generally, you could say almost anything about a politician, get away with it, even if it's not true. But he sued them for defamation. Uh, that, and he sued this PAC, uh, a political action committee. And they, according to the, the federal jury, they defamed Roy Moore. Uh, He, a former, they they say he's a former Republican sheriff. I would say Republican judge, but maybe he was a sheriff at one time. But he was a U.S. Senate candidate, as I mentioned, and they defamed him in over 1,000 ads. You talk about carpet bombing, baby. I've never heard anybody run 1,000 ads. This wasn't nationwide. This is in Alabama. 1,000 television ads defaming him as a child molester right and uh the jury so what happened was and i want to read this because this is how deceptive uh, people do when they want to destroy your reputation and you're really a clean gene guy Ahead of the general election, a group linked to the Senate Majority Pack ran a 30-second advertisement nearly 1,000 times on television networks throughout Alabama that accused Moore of soliciting sex from young girls. This is amazing, man. At a mall. The claim was based on a report that the New American Journal, which cited anonymous sources, isn't it amazing, anonymous sources, and later said was inaccurately reported. Later, they said, it was inaccurately reported. Reported. But they, they used it in the ads. Even though it was inaccurate, they later said it was inaccurately reported because they didn't want, they didn't want to get sued either, the New American Journal. The ad also included quotes from news articles such as, as it said, quote, one he approached, one girl he approached was 14 and working as a Santa's helper. Uh, that, but the thing is about it, right? No article said that he was soliciting sex. Not one article said he solicited sex from anybody. But the just, juxtaposition of the quotes were meant to create the false impression that Judge Roy Moore solicited sex from a 14-year-old Santa's helper at the mall. The very source they cite in the ad refutes that statement, the complaint, the complaint stated. It was The thing was con- entirely contrived. He didn't do anything. He didn't say anything. They just made it up. So the jury, they awarded former Judge Roy Moore $8.2 million from the Senate Majority PAC because they invaded his, Moore's privacy. Moore said, I feel this is vindication, and I give thanks to Almighty God and the jurors in this case for a great victory over our corrupt political system. I really thought Roy Moore was, in fact, Roy Moore, when when Trump uh, solicited uh, the services of Jeff Sessions, who was the U.S. Senate candidate, uh, to come on as his attorney general, which is a huge mistake by Trump, uh, it opened up that seat to be uh, campaigned for, and Roy Moore was going after that seat, and uh ended up uh, the guy named uh Doug Jones ended up winning uh that uh, that particular race anyway uh, and then uh or or got ahead and then a guy named Turboville uh i think eventually prevailed so uh anyhow i just uh, I, I i think this happens all the time uh, where they target somebody now I want you to think about how much it costs when you buy an ad whether you buy a billboard or a newspaper ad or a radio ad or television ad you pay top rate card that, because they they do not cut deals with one candidate versus another candidate according to what if they still do follow the same rules I used to have to obey So you're usually paying a lot more than the, say a commercial advertiser so you'd pay top dollar right so man, to buy almost 1,000 30-second TV ads—that is amazing. That is amazing. They they carpet bombed Roy Moore, and uh, they ruined—they actually ruined his reputation. And I even think uh, Trump uh, got put out at Roy Moore. Uh, I I wonder if Trump actually believed the ads himself. And I wonder what he would say today. I don't know if he tweeted about this or not, but I just thought, you know something, here it is, years and years later. We're talking about 2022, and what did I say this was, 2017 Senate bid. Uh, really sad how how many years it takes to sort the thing out. Uh, okay, I want to mention, uh, you know, there's all things going on that uh, because of a New York state law, the Supreme Court of the United States said that there's— uh, that CCW, concealed weapons permits, are not uh, proper. In other words, you can't you can't decide, oh, Lou Benninger can't have one, but Johnny Jones can, right, when there really isn't any reason why Lou Benninger can't have one. In other words, I'm not a felon, I, I didn't kill anybody, et cetera, et cetera. Just like, oh, well, like back in the day, I remember sheriffs saying, well, I don't think he really needs one. You know, you had to justify your need to have a concealed weapon permit. That's back then I never even considered that it was a violation of my constitutional rights. And I never really applied for one. But when I was a youngster and my, my all my uncles, everybody hunted, we everybody did all kinds of things with guns, um, but used them illegally. Nobody had to register your gun. You could go down to the store and buy yourself a gun and nobody, you just bought it just like you bought yourself a flashlight or a uh, bottle of soda. There was nothing to it. You just bought a gun. You could buy a rototiller. You could buy a backpack. You could buy a, uh, a motorcycle and you could buy a gun and you didn't know registration. And what we've had is a continue, continuing, uh, harassment of the second amendment an infringement on the second amendment and we've let it go we have just went along with it and one of them is the concealed weapons permit now since this supreme court uh decision the attorney general who is a corrupt dirty guy there's the mafia and then there's rob monta he is just like the mafia he's a dirty guy In fact, the mafia may have more integrity and honor than Rob Bonta, who who exposed everybody from police officers to judges to all kinds of people, including everyday people that have concealed weapons permits, exposed all their records to the whole world, Rob Bonta. And he's proud of it. They're not saying, oh, somebody hacked us. They actually posted it. And so now... What the uh, Governor Newsom is going to do is he's saying since CCWs are going by the by the wayside, in other words, uh, basically the Supreme Court ruling says there's no reason to have CCWs. So now they're going to they're passing SB 918. Watch for this passage, Senate Bill 918. Uh, So they're going to avoid having to litigate legal standing in other words your right to have in other words if you have to ask for permission to have your uh rights that's not rights that's not rights from god that's privilege and that means somebody can give you the privilege to do that or they can withhold it it's a privilege not a right so what they're going to do in california and I don't have time. You can look it up, SB 918. Uh, and this uh, attorney is looking for people that have concealed weapons permits to be complainants or plaintiffs, and you won't have to pay anything. They're just looking for people that, are, that are, already have the CCW license. And this guy named uh, C.D. Michelle... M-I-C-H-E-L. He's senior partner at Michelle and so- Associates. And he's president and general counsel of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. And they're suing the state. They're going to they're file a lawsuit as soon as they pass this. And this thing, as soon as they pass it, it's going to immediately come into effect. And what they're saying is that if you have a concealed weapon permit, they have 25 different limitations on where you cannot carry your gun which essentially eliminates you being able to carry your gun and so they're asking you if you want to be listed as a plaintiff you can email hopefully you can spell this plaintiff questionnaires plural plaintiff questionnaires at michelle that's m-i-c-h-e-l lawyers Plural, one word, Michelle Lawyers.com. I want to say it again. This is the email plaintiff P L A I N T I F F Questionnaires Q U E S T I O N N A I R E S Questionnaires. Plaintiff Questionnaires and the at symbol. Michelle M-I-C-H-E-L one L lawyers plural dot com. If you'll email them and say just simply, I have a CCW, this is how to get a hold of me, I would be happy to be one of your plaintiffs. They want a bunch of plaintiffs that are gonna, they're going to use to go against this bill and have it thrown out by the same Supreme Court. And uh, I'll give you an example. So what they're doing is a the Gavin Newsom administration has listed all the places that it doesn't back in the day with a CCW permit, you could carry your gun almost anywhere. Right. Except on a plane. Right. You'd have to special permission. So what they're saying now is any private business that is open to the public, you can't carry your gun. Unless it's posted saying you can carry your gun, any polling place or street or sidewalk adjacent to a polling place, all property, including a parking area of any lawn. So if, if you were over at the Yuba City Police Department outside, you couldn't have a gun in, on your person. Uh, all property of any financial institution or bank. you So you can't carry your gun. So in other words, you're running around town, running errands, any any parking lot adjacent to any church we got people carrying all over glad tidings and all these people are going to be illegal all property uh including parking lot of any place of worship unless signs allow it so we'll get out of that because we're going to say everybody can pack all property including parking lot of any zoo or museum of any amusement park of any library of any stadium or arena all property uh gambling gaming facilities uh all property of any public or private college, all property under control of um, well, I'll skip that one, any park, athletic area, athletic center, playground, youth center so they're listing 25 different types of places in our society that that uh, they don't care whether you, they don't care whether you have a permit or not you're not going to be able to carry a gun they're just making they're going to arrest you if you're carrying a gun. So if you want to be a plaintiff and again you don't have to chip in any money they're just looking for people that that have a current CCW permit and they want you to to get on board with them contact them okay So uh this is again this this attorney is a part of the uh, state rifle and pistol association this guy isn't just looking for for a job or work he he's passionate about that and he's senior partner at Michelle and Associates, and he's president and general counsel of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. That's different than NRA. Okay, so check it out, and uh, please let's let's. We, there's huge. Listen, there's there's. Uh, we're winning various areas around the United States, and even when we don't win, uh, we're throwing down and we're forcing people to fight us, and we need to stand up. We need to stand up, and we need to stand together. Uh, or, as Ben Franklin said, "We either going to hang together, or we're going to hang apart." And um, I was talking to somebody from. She called me from Washington. We hadn't talked in a long time, and she brought up the same phrase that I had had, and that is, "I was made for these times." We're going to be right back, and we're going to do our fifth segment. <laughs>
0: Will it when you coming out of the sports world, former WNBA star Brittany Grinner
4: has just signed a nine-year contract to play for the Russian Gulags. Details regarding the contract have yet to be released, but basketball insiders are telling us that one of the perks that Ms. Grinner is happy the most about is the fact that she won't have to play in America anymore.
11: No matter what happens on August 16th, I'm going to wake up on August 17th and continue to fight hard to ensure Donald Trump is never anywhere close to the Oval Office. If you end up losing your job in congress
1: because of your work on this committee it will have been worth it to you
10: <laughs> i've
0: got the 12 o'clock appointment to get vaccinated welcome please sit down i heard the vaccine has a chip in it no there aren't any chips in it
4: what are you talking about i want the chip come on give it to me damn it ah i'm a Moderna man yes i'll take the Moderna. come on if chips are what you want chips are what you'll get I've stuck myself with so many steroids, I won't defeat the thing, and I hi, Here you go, Arnold. Warning. There might be some side effects. Put it in and not worried about side effects. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? Yeah. I feel fantastic. Yeah,
11: Yeah, yeah.
10: hi. This is just a little message to the unvaccinate. I'm sorry, the unintelligent people of this country. The morons that were all like, oh, I don't want to get the vaccine. I want to wait until there's some medium or long term studies. I don't want to just get a rushed experimental vaccine. Just give it two years so I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, two years has gone by. Pow! And guess what? The CDC has put out some new recommendations. So let's check out those bad bitches, shall we? Okay, so basically, the CDC is saying if you have the antibodies, you should be treated the same as anybody with the vaccine because that's the same. I'm sorry. Basically, if you have COVID and have the antibodies, you should be treated the same as anybody who had the vaccine because you'll have the same immunity which means probably they shouldn't have fired people and treated them like animals and ostracized them from society and maybe owe them an apology, but yeah, but no, but you still need to, should have gotten it because then we would know who had it to, to know that it's the same. <sighs> ah. Dave Chappelle is a racist, transphobic, white supremacist, and he, he needs to be canceled immediately.
0: There's a gun and ammunition just inside the doorway use it only in emergency it's better you should pray to god the father
6: and the spirit all right thanks for being here uh this is our fifth segment out of six and i want to talk a bit about the lies and the uh the hiding of information about the devastation that uh, COVID shots have caused. And um, it's now come out uh, because a judge forced it to come out that 44% of pregnant women in the Pfizer trial lost their babies. I want you to think about that for a minute. Almost half, that'd be 50, right? It could be 50%. 44%. That'd be five, four point four out of ten, right? Forty-four percent of pregnant women in Pfizer trials lost their babies once they took the jab. In spite of that, that those statistics being hidden until they were sued, um, the federal or the Food and Drug Administration and the CDC recommended jabs for expectant mothers anyway. Now, I know people, women, that have lost children and have lost their lives from the jab. And uh, so this says more than 40% of pregnant women who participated in the mRNA COVID vaccine trial suffered miscarriages according to internal Pfizer documents recently released under court order. Remember Pfizer said, we don't want to give any of our research documents up for 75 years, you remember? And then they were forced to go to court. And uh, despite this, Pfizer and the Biden administration insisted that vaccines were safe for pregnant ladies. Out of 50 pregnant women tested, 22 of them lost their child, according to the analysis. Judge Mark Pittman, U.S. judge, of the North Northern District of Texas ordered the Food and Drug Administration to release around 12,000 documents immediately and then 55,000 pages a month until all documents were released, totally more than 300,000 pages. That's after Pfizer said, we're not going to give up anything for 75 years. The nonprofit group, Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency, sued the FDA last September after the agency denied its freedom of information or we, what we call FOIA request to expedite the release, right? Listen to this. This is just so disgustingly that we we think our problem is with people in Yuba and Sutter County jail people. We we got people that are so evil. Trial documents released in April forced by this judge revealed that Pfizer had to hire 1,800 additional full-time employees in the first half of 2021 to deal with the large increase of adverse reactions to its COVID vaccine. That's more employees than most. I I don't even know of a business in town. I don't even know whether the hospital or some of our biggest employers have 1,800. They had to hire 1,800 additional full-time people because of so many problems with the vaccine. and they you remember on December 11th 2020 they got an immu- emergency use authorization or an EUA to start issuing the vaccine given out by February that's by February 2021 which is 2 months less than 2 months actually if it's by the 1st of February because we're talking about half of December and January, that's 45 days, the company was seeing so many safety signals, including in pregnant and breastfeeding mothers, it had to immediately hire 600 employees to process the data. A batch of document documents released in July showed that 44% of women Who were pregnant during the trial, suffered miscarriages, feminist, author, and journalist, Dr. Naomi Wolf, revealed on Steve Bannon's War Room podcast. In the past, now you might wonder, oh, I wonder how many women miscarriage in general, right? Miscarry in general. That's a good question. Says in the past, only 10 to 15 percent of known pregnancies end in a miscarriage. In this case, it's 44 percent. So here's what Pfizer did. These people are evil. Pfizer took those deaths of those babies, those spontaneous abortions and miscarriages, and they recategorized them as recovered or resolved adverse effects, Wolf told Steve Bannon. Quote, in other words, it, if you lost your baby, it was categorized by Pfizer as a resolved as adverse event, like a headache that you got better, she said. This is how evil these people are. And they lied to people. So we have honest, thoughtful, sincere, want to do the right thing people in America that went out and got that shot and lost their baby. Unbelievable. Back in January, 303 military doctors who had access to vaccination Data in the Department of Defense Medical Epidemiology Database, or what they call DMED, disclosed that miscarriages and cancers among members of U.S. military had increased by about 300 percent just in 2021 over the five-year average. These alarming safety signals were, among several others, brought to light by Thomas Renz, a member of the Americans Frontline Doctors legal team, during a panel discussion with Ron Johnson, you may have seen that on one of the platforms. Now I bring that up. There's a lot more here about that. Uh, but I, I, a friend sent this over to me and it's the group life, you know, life insurance. Some of you may have life insurance. So they keep statistics on all the people that die. What they die of, how old were they? Were Was it self-inflicted? Did they die of uh Covid? did they die of uh cancer did what they die of right so and how old were they 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 keep statistics on all this stuff because they when they insure people they want to charge them an amount that they can make money on right if they're a high-risk person do you smoke right do you drink alcohol right so in 2021 In just the third quarter, now this is right after people started getting vaccinated, right? You would think that people, most people die, right? Do you have a concept of when most people die? There's exceptions, but when do most people die? They're old, they get old. Yeah, there's accidents. So in the 25 to 34 bracket, if you're, this is 25 years of age to 34 years of age, in the third quarter of 2021, they had an excess mortality rate of 178%. In other words, a normal mortality rate would be 100%, right? Do you have how many guys you got? Okay, we got a certain amount of guys died between 25 and 34, and the average is certain amount a month or a certain amount of year each quarter. Same, same, same. Nothing unusual here. Like, for instance, it could be 100. And, anyway, I won't get into all the details. I, 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 don't, I don't have time to. If you if, if you don't get this right away, I, there's no reason for me to waste time on you. What I'm telling you is that in 2021, in the third quarter, that's a quarter of the year, the number of men from this insurance brokerage that died went up 178%. That means if there was a hundred men died, it would be 278 in the 35 to 44 year category. It went up 200% in just one quarter. In the 45 to 55, 54-year-old group of men, I think this is men, maybe it's not, it went up 180%. 55 to 64, 153%. You think, oh, these people, oh, all the excuses, you know, no no health, our, our health official here, She doesn't want to make any association with COVID from any of these deaths. Just, oh, we have no idea. We'd have to study that for years. Oh, we'd have no idea what, oh, they just jabbed it. We got a jab in the arm. Some people died the same week. We're healthy as a horse. Took the jab. Died the same week. So we're talking about, let me just see if these are men or all people. Oh, come on, man. Age and sex, uh, age and sex segments, okay. I don't see it listed on whether it gives age and gender. Excess mortality by detailed age bands. So I guess it's male, female, right? So 0 to 24%, it's 127% of normal. 25 to 34, 178% of normal. 35 to 44, 200% of normal. 45 to 54. What was the only thing that was different about the third quarter of 2021? The jab. Let's just move it to the second quarter. 131% of normal, 25 to 34. 35 to 44, 133% of normal. But that third quarter was a huge spike And then it started to tail off in the fourth quarter of 2021, the 35 to 44 group, 156% of normal, 25 to 34, 131% of normal. Uh, You know, I, I I just, will anybody be held accountable for this? Oh, you know, these, these pharmaceutical companies made billions and billions of dollars. You know, the black people, some, Not all black people, but some want reparations, right? None of them were slaves. But something happened to, to somebody that, hundreds of years ago now, and they want to be paid money by the current living people. I'm asking you, do you think that reparations ought to be paid by the federal government and the pharmaceutical companies, even though the, uh, our own... Le- Our own conservative and liberal legislators gave immunity to the pharmaceutical company. Do you know that back in 1986 gave immunity? You cannot sue them for killing your people or deforming or causing your child to have autism. You can't sue them. You got to go for the government. Can you imagine suing your own government, trying to get money out of you when they just string you out? My friend came home from Vietnam and was agent orange all the time and and uh, at 31 years of age, died of lumps all over his body, cancer lumps. You know what happened when his wife went to the Veterans Affairs? They just said, oh, you're crazy. You know, Agent Orange didn't cause any problems. They just denied it, right? It wasn't until decades later, all these guys had died, guys and gals, had died or suffered for all their years. And uh, same thing here. You think there ought to be reparations for the damage that was done, causing your kids two years loss of education? You think Dr. Lou should be held legally accountable, lied to people? Either she's the stupidest person in the world, stupidest doctor I've ever met. She absolutely doesn't know how to heal anybody, treat anybody, tells people to go home. Nothing will do you any good. Can't use hydroxychloroquine, can't use ivermectin. And actually, we'll go after people that are trying to use things like that, bodesonide, and tells you that uh, remdesivir is going to be good for you, killing people, killed 50% of those in a test with Ebola down in Africa. You know, people, what what are we going to do? Are just going to let it go? Just going to let it go? Oh, we make a big deal. Somebody steals a car. Oh, my God, somebody stole a car. Oh, we got to go get them. We got health officer getting $300,000 a year, killing people left and right, ruining their lives, ruining their businesses, telling the police to go arrest somebody because they're trying to cut hair because COVID is all around, right? Lied to people, forcing people to try to get the sheriff to arrest people that, that wouldn't stay in their houses. Unbelievable. All right, let me go on to the next uh, next thought here. Uh, let me mention a couple people uh, that are uh, helping me stay with it here, and that's Thrifty Rooter. Somebody in one of these Thrifty Rooter vans knows me and keeps waving at me, and I wave at him, but I can't see through the van window clear enough to see who it is. But it's a friendly Thrifty Rooter guy, and they are uh, they've been around this area for since the dinosaurs are still running around browns valley it's unbelievable almost 50 years and all throughout this the valley here thrifty rooters got it on in fact i remember the first time i met them back in the 80s went to work for glad tidings we had all these septic systems that needed maintained and uh, we had them come out and pump every one of them just to clean everything up straighten everything up start fresh and um, they got the big rigs to do that. They can come out and solve your septic tank problems, or they could just right in the city, they can just, they got all the cameras going down in there telling you what's going on inside your lines. Go to thriftyrooter.net and you can see all the cool things they do. And you can see some of the fine employees that will be showing up at your doorstep as soon as you dial them up. And they have dispatchers ready to solve your problem they're all fired up wanting to go out there and get it on 5306738201 5306738201 so they will fix your pr- plumbing problems and they will do it right and get it done the first time and do it fair they're fair people they're honest people i know them the artamicos they're good people Bill and carl they're fine people, and they've been serving here. For, they didn't, like, buy it from somebody else who bought it from somebody else who bought it from somebody else who bought it from somebody else. They, they are the name behind the name, Thrifty Rooter. So check it out. I saw where Dave Greenitz was heading over to... Uh, Going on another road trip. He and his wife are getting in those road trips, and they go and see somebody that's decided they're going to get married and visit their family. But Dave Green, it's his crew. I forget, the other night I was talking to him, I don't know whether he said he had four or five crews going on, putting up, repairing or remodeling kitchens and bathrooms, and I, I just saw one. They built a wine room or wine cellar or something for somebody. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, one of those arched doorways and amazing. Just totally amazing. I'm always amazed at crafts people. Greenitz Construction, you can check out their work. You can see the same photos I see. com or at Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook page. That's where I see him on Facebook all the time. So green, it's Greenitz. It's green with E-T-Z on the end. Very simple, Greenitz. So you can dial him up, and many times he's going to answer the phone. He does not have a secretary. So if you get somebody on the phone, that's probably him. 530 you can text him or call him 682-9602 682-9602 or uh off his sites those platforms you could probably shoot him a, a text or something email and ask him any questions and all that kind of stuff so he may he, it may be a little wait he's got a lot of jobs lined up he tells me and uh but you know uh if you, if you want the best you, it's worth the wait right it's worth the wait so all right uh Okay, let me see if I want to mention something else here. Uh, okay, we got a couple of minutes. Let me just uh also tell you about Money Hecker with Elite Universal Security. Um, they're serving all over Northern California. So if you're listening to me from another county. Other than you besutter where i 'm sitting, um, they may be able to put you to work in your county if you want a job, elite universal security if you want to be a security uh guard or or some sort of a patrol person, and you want to part even part time go to five three zero seven four nine zero two eight zero seven four nine zero two eight zero, or if you're having a time like I am. In some areas of my life where people are taking the stuff that doesn't belong to them, they're just ripping you off left and right or damaging your property, vandalizing your property or whatever, uh, or maybe you're going away for a vacation, you need somebody to watch over your house, uh, check out Elite Universal Security. If you if you want to learn how to use a gun or any of the chemicals to protect yourself, they can help you with that too. They also have a uh, a shooting range to you know it's important to learn how to handle your gun right even if you don't end up getting one of these permits so um also but if you want a job and you want to work part-time a lot of you with the high cost of things you you might want to pick up 10 or 20 hours they will train you and uh to do to work for them so you can go to eliteuniversalsecurity.com eliteuniversalsecurity.com or you could go to api-academy.com which is their schooling, and you could find out what's shaking with them, and and they will, uh, they'll put you to work. They'll they'll handhold you and put you to work. So, we're gonna take a a short break here, and then we'll come back for our sixth segment, hey, and then we'll call it.
0: Hey, Mr. Boseman,
5: For as obsessed as the media are with race, they sure are working hard not to say my name. I get it. With the support of the great people of Virginia, we just shattered every one of their narratives overnight. My name is Winsome Earl Sears, and I'm Virginia's Lieutenant Governor. I'm honored to be the first female elected as Lieutenant Governor in the Commonwealth's history. Since the media doesn't seem eager to tell my great American story, I'll do it for them. I'm a Jamaican immigrant who was blessed enough to come to America as a six-year-old. I proudly joined the Marines, earned a master's degree, ran a woman's homeless shelter, a men's prison ministry, owned my own business, and then my most rewarding feat: raising my three daughters. Only in America can a poor black woman from Jamaica go from poverty statewide political office in the same generation. This election, Virginians stood up to tyranny. The extreme left of the Democratic Party rolled out gun control measures that would make even California's Governor Newsom blush. But we've had enough. Keep your hands off of our Second Amendment rights. On behalf of 5 million NRA members, stay
0: free. When I got my COVID test done, they came after my nose and I said, no, I want this done rectally. So they held that uncomfortable piece of cotton up my ass for 10 Mississippis. The result was negative, but the test very positive.
11: Have you guys noticed the scientific community is very much controlled? And that only those that basically publish studies that go along with the narrative are allowed to have a voice. And those that find stuff that goes against the narrative, especially with COVID-19 and the vaccine, they're not allowed to have a voice. They get censored. They get taken down. They get demonized. Well, it's time you start applying that to the evolution theory. Did you know that scientists who have found evidence for intelligent design are treated the same? I highly recommend watching the documentary Expelled by Ben Stein. It goes into how these scientists are shunned and basically some of them are even fired from their jobs when they start showing the evidence for intelligent design. And of course they're forcing it on, our, on all our children in the schools. They did a big push in the 60s and it's no wonder that suicides actually went up during that time. It's time to start questioning everything. Don't miss out on searching for the evidence of a creator.
0: America is not divided by race, color, gender, sexual orientation, or socioeconomic status. America is divided by the wise and the fools. The fools divide themselves into race, color, gender, sexual orientation, and socioeconomic status. So stop being a fool, turn off the TV, and be wise. And I wanna make sure you don't lose
4: sight of another liar who thinks she can use the heroism of our nation's armed forces to promote herself as the next commander-in-chief. I certainly do remember
8: that trip uh, to Bosnia. And as Togo said, there was a saying around the White House that if a place was too small, too poor, or too dangerous, the president couldn't go, so send the first lady. And that's where we went. And uh, I remember landing under sniper fire There was supposed to be some kind of a greeting ceremony at the airport, but instead we just ran with our heads down to get into the vehicles
4: uh, to get to our base. But it was a moment of great pride for me. So Hillary claimed she dodged sniper fire to get to her car. Here's a video of what really happened. And in the footage, I'm not sure I see any sniper fire.
5: That's Senator Clinton
2: talking to me on the military flight into Tuzla. And these are the pictures we recorded of the greeting ceremony when the plane landed.
4: From the footage, I'm not sure I see any sniper fire. And what makes this truly disgusting to me is that when she was called on it, she dismissed it as if it was no big deal. Only someone completely arrogant, ignorant, and disrespectful of what really happens in war could say something like that, and all to get people to like you more. I've seen sniper fire and there's nothing casual, nothing small, and nothing ordinary about fighting for your life on the battlefield. There is an undeniable feeling that we all get when we learn of the selfless stories being told about the men and women who have sacrificed everything on the battlefield for our freedom. Those stories humble us and they inspire us to wake up every single day and accomplish even more. Hillary was willing to lie in order to take advantage of that feeling of gratitude and awe Americans have for those who serve. Oh, I was under sniper fire and I know what it feels like to be in war. When she was called out for lying in that speech, she tried to make excuses saying she misspoke or her memory was hazy and she's only human. In my 12-year military career, I never heard an excuse like that for my leadership. It's impossible to even imagine that happening. When you fight a war or you lead a country, there are no excuses. Every day for 12 years, I had a front row seat to watch the most awe-inspiring feats of human achievement anyone has ever witnessed. Nothing matches the feeling you get seeing guys suppress the fear of death in order to fight for their brothers and fight for the freedom of the men and women back home. When you see that, when you truly see it and live it and experience it, those moments that you shared on the battlefield, the heroism and the courage you witnessed, will drive you and inspire you and humble you every single day for the rest of your life. And to associate yourself with that, not by action but by lying, is as dishonorable as anything I can imagine.
6: segment and uh, thanks for hanging with us if you're here uh, for those that are still with us uh, we don't just like drag things out we got plenty to talk about but I know it's a uh, for a lot of folks a couple hours a long time there's a guy named Connor Borzak and uh, he writes these booklets for young people that are really adult topics but they're they're in a way written in a way that young people get it and it's about all the values that you and I, if you've been around a while, you and I were raised with. Hard work and, and uh, responsibility and honesty, integrity, all those kind of things, and how capitalism works, how democracy and, and a republic works, etc. So, Connor is a great writer, and uh, so uh, his, the title of this short deal, usually he, uh, he writes a little column, and then he says, and "Since so I wrote a book. And he wrote a new book, and you can buy these books. It's called The Tuttle Twins, and this new book is called The Tuttle Twins and Messed Up, and the Messed Up Market. Okay, let me read this to you. This you, you, I think you'll enjoy. This it says, "I remember a time when taking a trip on a plane was a fun experience, a privilege to experience even." Flash forward to today, and it's an entirely different story. If you've taken a flight lately, you know exactly what I mean. Between a months-long onslaught of canceled flights, seemingly constant delays, a sea of lost luggage, and so-called customer service that's become a parody of itself, traveling by air ain't what it used to be. And while it's tempting to chalk up all these issues to the boogeyman of greedy capitalists and profiteering airline executives, you'd be misdirecting most of your blame. To really understand, we wish to rewind you to March of 2020. I want you to try to think back to March of 2020. Said Picture this. America is in a state of panic as a virus, supposedly from a Chinese wet market, sweeps the globe. Billions of people are urged or forced to stay inside at all costs. Before long, businesses, large and small, find themselves in dire straits. Never one to let a good crisis go to waste, the United States government decides to pass the first of many stimulus bills in response. This resulted in one of the most significant wealth transfers in American history. It was called the CARES Act, and it cost $2.2 trillion. For you math people, that's enough to give every family in America over $50,000. But because the CARES Act wasn't about caring for families or small businesses at all, most of that cheddar went to some of the most powerful and bloated companies in the world. For instance, airlines, defense contractors, cruise companies, hotels, and more. In the end, billions upon billions of dollars went to some of the largest and most propped up companies in the nation. In total, airlines received $58 billion from that first stimulus bill alone, not to mention a bunch more billions in the years since. And what did we get in return for our massive tax investment in air travel? Complete and utter dysfunction. Rather than weathering COVID by trimming the proverbial fat, reducing operations and adopting like other businesses had to, airlines kept on ticking thanks to the welfare check from Uncle Sam. This isn't even the first time we've seen a bailout totally backfire. Just look at the bank bailouts and financial crisis in the early 2000s. Politicians foolishly believed that our government was capable of stopping the inevitable outcomes of poor business decisions. In the end, all they did was cost more money and cause more grief for everyday people like you and me. If there's one thing that big government about big government, it's that it never really seems to learn a lesson, especially when it comes to cronyism. Turns out, it's hard to say no to your friends. And lobbyists and super PACs and party interests. The reality is, we can't snap our fingers and immediately fix the corruption and folly that's rotting our federal government today. But I believe, he says, that if we teach the next generation to see through political smoke screens and elect leaders based on principle, they might be able to avoid the costly mistakes we've made in our time. The challenge is what inspires me to write books for kids about uh, that they, sh- they don't skimp on the truth regarding economics, politics, and liberty with our Tuttle Twins series. So I want to uh, recommend uh, they have all kinds of deals. You can buy a whole box of the Tuttle Twins series and get a good deal on them by, by, instead of buying a book. Uh, in fact uh, wiki man uh, who helps me with the uh, the live show he bought a whole box of the books and just gave them to me to give to our epic school out at church of glad tidings to turn the kids on so it's something to think about now uh, our our government you know our two uh supervisors five supervisors in yuba and five supervisors in sutter took this cares money did you did you hear them say it's the equivalent of all the CARES money was fifty? That they could have given directly to every family in America, fifty thousand dollars. But they don't do that. They gave it all to big government, big government corporations. What do they do? They they support politicians. That's just exactly what I wrote in my argument against Measure A. Is it big donors? That the supervisors serve their big donors and the unions, and then the, the big donors and the unions support whatever the politicians want. So that's exactly what's going on at the federal level. You remember when under George Bush and the banking crisis, with, remember when the housing crisis, the housing b- bubble popped, so so to speak? And he said, the banks are too big to fail. Remember that slogan? And people ended up upside down in their houses. You know what I mean by upside down? I mean that they uh that they owe way, 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 way more than what they uh that what the house is worth. In other words, you buy a house and because of the crash in the housing market, your house maybe uh maybe it uh was uh, assessed at two hundred and fifty thousand, right? But now it's only worth hundred and seventy five or one hundred and eighty five thousand, but you owe this fantastic amount of money on something that maybe in your lifetime will never gain that much value so the banks remember George Bush just gave them all this money and that you know what's happened before do you remember when they gave all the money to the car industry because the car industry wouldn't wouldn't stay competitive and they they the car industry actually turned into big a big it's it's actually what the counties are turning into right now. The counties, instead of serving the public, are turning into a health and welfare distribution organization called CalPERS. And more and more of our budget is just going in to take care of former employees, and there won't be anything left unless you give them lots more money. There won't be anything left to fix your roads, take care of police and fire, right, right? So that's why I, I advocated in my argument is to go to volunteers. Just go to volunteers. And uh, if they want to just keep paying all this money to all these retirees. And every significant, you look at every department head, but it's in, actually it's in every person that's retiring. Every job, every job. It's say that, Say if you're a mechanic for Sutter County or Yuba County, you're an auto mechanic. And you retire and they pay you your retirement and then you have another auto mechanic and another auto mechanic and another auto mechanic or a road guy or whatever. And pretty soon you're paying five salaries for one person working there. Listen, people, this is simple, but there is no there's no willingness to deal with it. So a number of churches, um, glad tidings never closed uh, during covid. But a number of churches that refused to close got sued. Cheon's Church in Pasadena, California. I think it's still in Pasadena. They fought with the government and eventually sued Gavin Newsom, and I think they got a payout of a million and a half. And Calvary Chapel of San Jose had all kinds of problems, and uh, they were fined. They kept having services, and they were fined something like $200,000. They were held in contempt of court fined in 2020 and 21 for violating state and county limits on public indoor meetings. The rules were aimed at preventing the spread through close contact of the virus, which caused—anyway, I don't need to get into all the illness details— but on Monday, California's 6th District Court of Appeal reversed their lower court decision, citing a May 2020 ruling by the United States Supreme Court in February 2021 that that a ban by Governor Gavin Newsom on indoor worship services in, in counties where COVID was surging violated freedom of religion. In other words, it doesn't matter how sick people are. You cannot violate people's religious rights. And it doesn't matter... If there's a national emergency, you cannot suspend people's rights, force people to stay inside. You cannot take away people's gun rights. You cannot take away people's businesses. You cannot take away people's right to come and go as they please. You can't do that. This court acknowledged that, and the church does not have to pay any money. Now, they say despite the ruling, Santa Clara County said it will continue to seek. This is so amazing of government and so out of control these people are. They will continue to seek $2.3 million in penalties against the church for violating other COVID-19 rules that weren't affected by the decision, such as requiring face masks during the services. How absurd when there is no study in the world ever. That face masks do anything but cause you have a shortness of breath and give you a disease. And they're gonna fight this. That's how stupid our government is. The same stupidity of the government went, you know, after Stephen Barrier made a righteous ruling on Measure K to say it it shouldn't have been passed. It was an invalid sales tax, and they went and got three corrupt judges in Sacramento to say they were going to uh, overturn it and another keep the tax. Dirty dogs. Corrupt, dirty dogs. I want to mention one last company here that has been with us and me for 40 years, and that's the plumbing doctor, Ted Holmes. And um, I saw his guys, actually, it was was yesterday, I think it was yesterday, we were working at this project. We've been overhauling this uh, 100 year old building and they were they were putting in new floors and they were re-putting in all the the plumbing fixtures like the hot water heater we had to remove to do the floor and and utility sinks from removed to do the floor anything we had to remove to do the floor they had to put back in there and hook it all back together so uh vanities all that kind of stuff toilets pulled them up did the floor put them back And so they were working over there, and uh, the plumbing doctor was doing all that work, and they they run around in a white band. They got bright red shirts, and you can reach them at 530-671-9111 in the Yuba-Sutter counties in Northern California, 530-671-9111. They got dispatchers there that will get you some help when you need a plumbing fix. So uh, also, there's a friend of mine... uh, like I mentioned, Ira Burroughs, who got jerked around by the San Francisco Fire Department, and he and his wife has started uh, Clean Up People's Properties. And they started ysjunkangel.com. And you, if you have a piece of property that you need to get all the garbage out of it or you have old appliances that aren't working, whatever you want to get rid of, they will haul it off and take it to the dump for you. You can call them at 530-329-3113. That's 530-329-3113. And they are nice people. I know them personally. In fact, he helped me work on some concrete over at my house over here. And uh, because he was laid off, he got administrative leave by the city of San Francisco because he would not take the jab. Um, Okay. So let's see. Let's see. I got about five minutes here, so I'm going to look for something that will be redemptive. And uh, let me see where we want to go here. Okay. So I want to mention to you that I want to challenge you to get involved somewhere. So it may be with the if you're in the Yuba-Sutter area, or it could be wherever wherever you're existing out there, get involved with a group of people that are really getting something done. So in the area here, one of the groups that's been around for decades, uh, they've got a, a new influx of fresh folks, women mainly women, but women men can also be associate members of the Sutter Union Republican Women Federated. They call themselves. And uh, let me just see. Oh, you know, something going on with this heat up here, and our phones aren't working right. Let me. So anyway, I want to encourage you to get involved with a group that is uh, making a difference in our area. And uh, one group is Sutter Yuba Republican Women Federated, and you can reach, go to their website. They got a very good website at U S Y Republic. Republican, Republican women. dot com, right? And go to one of their meetings, and uh, they're going to be relevant, fun, and uh, you'll meet some new people that are good people. And they're really trying to do their very best to prov- promote conservative, Constitution-based candidates and uh, stop measures like Measure A, and and become active, not just go to meetings or same old same o Hear another speaker, hear James Gallagher for the hundred fortieth time, or Jim Nielsen, uh, guys that are old rhinos. They don't they don't really have the pop. Oh, by the way, we got three minutes left. Let me tell you this story. So, you you know how have you ever given to you know I usually give directly to candidates, but I don't give to the party. So I don't give the, particularly the Republican Party. They're they're corrupted. But people give the Republican Party of California and these different Republican parties. So, so here's what they did with these this money. So there was a race up in the Truckee area, in a multi-county race, a Senate race for the state of California, not United States Senate, but for the state of California. And so there were a number of Republicans running and a few Dem- couple Democrats. So instead of the the Republican Senate leadership giving money to In other words, choosing a couple of the Republican candidates and supporting them or staying out of it altogether. They gave money to the Democrats because they were trying to get one of them to defeat the other one, I guess. They gave $50,000. This is the California Senate leadership. Gave $50,000 to support Democrat candidates in this usually a very pro conservative gun oriented uh, spot in California. So what happened was in California it isn't Republican versus Democrat, you know. It's it's wide o- what they call a wide open election primary. So the top 2 vote getters compete in the in the uh final in the uh general election. Okay? So in this case, out of all these people that ran, six, seven, or eight people, most of them Republican, that's usually a Republican seat. These two Democrats, because they got this $50,000, they ended up being the top vote getters. Now, let me, let me help you people. This Jessica Patterson is an idiot who's been running the Republican Party. I think she gets about a quarter of a million dollars for running it. She's an idiot. She's not a true Republican. And – um you you got to think about this, and please do not give to Republican Party politics. Give to individuals you really believe in. A lot of the Republican uh, representatives in California are worthless. Guys like Doug LaMalfa that are back there in Washington. They're rhinos. Uh, you'll never—they'll have a rookie come in as a, a new congressman and outperform— uh, Doug lamalfa who's been there for for decades he 's a wallflower give to people that are on the move somewhere around the country. Just pick candidates that you think this person we need this person even if they 're from another state if they 're going to be back at the federal level and let's let 's make a difference get involved in 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 your organizations um, wherever you are uh, where you where you can have an influence and push. Push the uh, the cause, expand the kingdom of conservatism, as we talk about in church, expanding the kingdom of God. We need we need some help, and we need everybody. We need a lot of people that have not been involved to get involved. We need people that have never registered to vote to register to vote and vote. We need people to do something. We just can't sit back and have an opinion. So, we're done for tonight, and um, so we'll see you next week, Lord willing. Thanks for listening.
0: bright blessed day and the dark
7: sacred night and I think to myself
4: what a wonderful